We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Friends, I'm so honored you're here with us for a while today on Empower Radio. And yes, relationships can indeed be confusing and complicated. So have you ever been really attracted to someone like sparks are flying and there's an undeniable chemistry? Then later, after you're in a relationship with this person, those very things you were attracted to and thought were so adorable are now driving you crazy. Well, I'm reading a book that makes all of this make perfect sense. It's all about energy. What exactly does that mean? Well, that is the conversation we will be having today with my energy experts, Donna Eden and David Feinstein. Donna and David are the authors of the classic best-selling book, Energy Medicine. They have recently finished their long-awaited book, The Energies of Love, using energy medicine to keep your relationship thriving. Drawing on their experience as counsels, counseling couples in their Energies of Love workshops, as well as their very own relationship as husband and wife for over 35 years, Donna and David have created an indispensable guide to help you strengthen your relationship, develop a greater appreciation of your relationship as a spiritual journey, deepen in your, in your loving, and help you keep those sparks flying. Donna Eden is a pioneer in the field of energy medicine in both traditional and alternative healthcare settings. She is recognized for her inborn ability to accurately determine the causes of physical and psychological problems based on the state of the body's energies and to devise a highly effective treatment. Dr. David Feinstein is a clinical psychologist who has been a pioneer in the areas of energy psychology and energy medicine and has served on the faculties of the John Hopkins University School of Medicine and Antioch College. Additionally, Dr. Feinstein has authored eight books and more than 80 professional articles. So Dr. Feinstein and Donna Eden, thank Mm -hmm. you for being here today on Journey to Center. Oh, thank you. We're real happy to be here. Thank you, Tammy. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys are quite the dynamic duo. <laughs> we weren't always the dynamic duo. <laughs> well, that took some work to oh, evolve well, into that place. It seems like you've it, been pretty dynamic from the beginning. <laughs> well, you know, in the beginning, I mean, we've been together, what, 37 years, David? Mm-hmm. And um, nobody gave us a chance in hell of surviving <laughs> because we were so different than each other. And and truth be told, we were quite incompatible. Uh, we did have something, and we and we wanted it to make, work. We wanted it to, but it really didn't seem like it would. And until um, we we realized how how it is the energies, the energies between us and inside us that we're getting thrown off with each other. And it really is usually, you know, the energy uh, gets off between people. We think it's always psychological, but it's an energy thing. It's an energy thing. And so uh, an energy is the life force, which, you know, gives us life and vitality and enthusiasm or stress and depression. And so if you can, if you learn to talk energy and to shift your energies when you shift your energies, everything shifts. Everything shifts. And you can get on that wavelength with your partner again. And over time, we have evolved. We have learned how to do it. And so the very things 
that were really wrong between us are really right between us now because we really learned how to work the energy. Yeah, it sounds like you've and, been very, very committed to this uh, dance that you have with each other. We, we, are, we have been committed, but we were really willing to give it up at one time in our lives. right? Was that bad? I mean, yeah, you halfway joke that the, if the two of you can make it, anyone can. That's quite absolutely. a statement. <laughs> I mean, we, my husband, David Feinstein, is what I call a digital He's a digital person who, um, who is more up in his head. He's very articulate. He's very calm, cool, and collected. And he can be computer-like at times, and he's very correct. And, and he can seem detached when he gets into a project. Well, I, on the other hand, is a, I'm a real feeling person, and I even lose my brain and my words when I get into an argument. And um, so it's all about feelings for me. And so when the, when the two of us, you know, in the old days uh, were in trouble, it was very hard because it's like you're on completely different wavelengths than your partner. Right. And so, uh, so, yes, but we have... And what I would say is we have evolved our energies, and I do believe that that's one of the best things in the whole world for everybody on the, on the planet to, to do is to help their bodies learn how to be in a different energy mode when, when you're very stressed or when you're having an argument with your partner, how to really own yourself, be centered and, and together, and also be able to be on the same wavelength with your partner so you can evolve, so you can grow. And I think, I know that that's why, why we wrote this book, that um, we really want to give people hope. It's, it's more than hope. It, it's, it's a truth that if you learn this, and um, you will, your lives will be better, and your relationship will only get better and better and better over time. It was very... What? Difficult yes, in the first years, as Donna is saying, because uh, I'm a psychologist and I was trying to interpret what was going on psychologically. Mm-hmm. And it was really a revelation for me because Donna, as you said, sees energy. She's able to literally see the energies in a person's body. So when she's working as a healer, she has a person lie down on her table and she can see where the energies are blocked. She can see where they are have been um, disorganized and she can do procedures to get them unblocked or to get them back into a flow. But um, in our relationship, the same thing was happening. The energies between us were getting all out of harmony and, um, and trying to figure that out psychologically wasn't getting us anywhere. And so in figuring out how to get onto one another's wavelength, we figured out so much about what, what happens with couples in this invisible realm. And in, we, we say before your bodies meet, your, before your bodies touch, your energies meet. And mm-hmm. in that, that meeting, so much is going on that shapes then how you perceive one another, how you understand one another. So, um, so this elusive term, energy, over the years, for me, has become more and more tangible and more and more, more and more meaningful. But in the early days, I didn't have any concept of what she was talking about, subtle <laughs> energies. 
Well, I can see where that'd be confusing, especially because my, you know, you guys remind me of me and my husband. He's a left brainer. He's a digital, he's a digital type. He's, he's very intellectual, quite brilliant. And I'm more the emotional feeling and intuitive kind. He calls me a hummingbird. I kind of fly around and he's very you know, uh, linear in the way he lives his life. Um, so it, it can be confusing because you're having to deal with a lot more than just your five senses when you start talking right. about energy. So it yeah, can be a right. little bit yeah. elusive. I think that's why your book is so um, helpful. There's so much information here that I really think can support people in um, not just figuring out their energy, but the energy of their partner and how these uh, energies can dance together in a way that's um, yes. productive and fulfilling and happy. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the, the, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned the five senses because what we discovered is that the way that people process information is based on their senses, but it's the internal version. So rather than mm-hmm. seeing the world, it's they process information in the way that you see. So they're looking at relationships. They're looking at pieces or in the way that they hear so that the tones and the feelings are really prominent or in the way that they feel kinesthetically in the internal version of that or the way that they make rational sense of the world with words, that's the digital, the the internal version. And what Mm -hmm. we found is that this is not just psychological, but that in the energy field, when you are under stress, you rely on only one of those ways of making sense of the world. The other three go out the window and almost always your partner has a different constellation of energies so that when you, for instance, might go into tonal and your husband might go into digital and you are then speaking very different languages mm-hmm. when there's stress. <laughs> and so how to really, and that's, that's where, that, those, those are the times that really shape a lot about relationships is when people decide whether or not they're safe. It's when they find out who has the power. And Mm -hmm. so being able to bridge the language barrier when you're under stress is where the book actually starts. That's fantastic. So you bring up a really good point. I've thought about this a lot, David and Donna. (laughs) Why, why, why? Do opposites attract? It seems like it'd be so much easier to be attracted to someone we're just really naturally, easily compatible with. What, I mean, right. why does this happen? I see it happen all the time as a couples counselor. It's the case in my reality. So, please explain. You, you know what we feel, and uh, we no, we know. We've decided we know this. <laughs> is that is that nature set it up? Literally set it up that this would be so, so that you would evolve if you learn how to do this with a partner who is so different. I mean, you've got to, I mean, you, if you learn it, then you evolve, you grow. And, and if you, um, well, if you learn, learn the language of energy, you will learn the tools to keep yourself from frying, you know, during stressful times and how to lift yourself up out of stress and how to get centered. And all of this can be done with energy. And it's so simple that, our bodies, our energies, everything um, evolve, and your immune system gets stronger. Your brain works better. Everything. So it seems like a very just 
an important way to evolve. But we're attracted to somebody that's so different from us, um, partially because if someone's the same on a similar frequency, there isn't that tension that creates a spark that creates passion. Passion is largely based on bridging the difference between two people. And so we're attracted to someone that's very different, but that does force us to expand. You would mm-hmm. never go into the places your husband goes <laughs> if you didn't have to in yeah, order why? to understand un- him. It's not, not instinctive, but it makes you a larger person. It makes you more conscious. It really expands your consciousness to be forced into those areas at that intimate level. Okay. Now, I love what you're talking about because I really believe that our uh, life on planet Earth really is about expanding or growing as a mm-hmm. soul. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's kind of a natural and a tendency, whether we're conscious of it or not. We're here to experience and expand and evolve. Uh, which is another reason why I think it is so important for people to learn energy medicine or energy mm-hmm. psychology, because what it'll change your world for the better. No matter what, you will change. Whatever you're looking for in life will change if you learn mm-hmm. energy, because um, the, because uh, the world does start making sense on this on, on an energy level, and energy is the oldest medicine on earth, and it's the life force, and uh, so and it and it changes the way you relate with not only your partner but with your children and your friends and people who who might be difficult to deal with, and you know it just shifts your energy and your spirit, your mind and your body follow, and that changes and, everything. And that changes, changes your entire everything. life. Changes the world, yes. I think. Yes, and I also think that when we get to that place of, you know, we, we've straightened out our energies, which which all of our books give tools on how to straighten out your energies, and it's not <laughs> mentally at all. It's with the energies in your body. Well, then you you begin to feel more plugged into the source. Mm-hmm. And that is so empowering. And, I mean, when your energy is on, you know it in every cell of your body. And so tools in this book and tools in energy medicine, all of, all of our books give the tools to help clear your field and your energies and, and balance them so that things can't throw you off as much, so that the rug can't pull, be pulled out from under you. Or if yes. it is, oh my gosh, you you're saying all my off. favorite things. That's yeah. why my show's Journey to Center. It's about being really anchored within yeah. in that balanced, aligned way with yeah. the universe. And from there, you know, it's like you can watch chaos, but it doesn't knock you out. That's, it doesn't That's exactly right. And, and there is nothing that works better than energy. And I know that. I mean, there is just nothing that works as well because also over time your body starts learning new habits the energy fields take on new habits and so you're suddenly not thrown off in a way that you were at another time and it's just it's invaluable to learn this so we're really happy that we're now we're doing it for couples here yeah that's very exciting i know you wrote uh energy medicine i think it was in the 90s and you guys have like 175 really star <laughs> reviews on that. So, I mean, you're clearly an authority in this. It's really wonderful how you're bringing it into the realm of relationships. So yeah, important. thank you. So, can the information and the practices and exercises presented in your new book, Energies of Love, um, can that be applied to families or friends or, you know, in your work situation? Can it be applied to other types of relationships other than your just like romantic partnership? 
Absolutely, it's the principles are the same. That um, we're you know we're, we're dealing all the time with people whose energetic core is very different from our own, and um, and and so the two energies meet, and they either repel or they attract or they merge or they get into muddles and. Uh, understanding what's happening at that level um, really makes a difference because you are able to communicate much better if you're able to make a bridge between those two energies. Then the words follow. Then it makes sense. You know how sometimes you're with somebody and it just isn't connecting. And you, you may even like the person. You may not be angry at them or anything, but it just not connecting, and if you can connect at the energy level, whether it's your boss, whether it's your kid, whether it's a teacher, it changes the whole constellation of the relationship. So do you guys have any, like, suggestions? Of course, your book's a wonderful guide for this, but say, for instance, you're having an interaction with somebody, and it's it's uneasy. Is there any wisdom you can give our, to me and to our listeners about how we can kind of settle the energy and, and um, reconnect or connect. Any uh, tools yeah. for this? Is, is this with a partner or with just anybody? Well, what let's see. Wanna, the, I, the I'm interested in do. either of these scenarios. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, there are, uh, we, we actually teach a five-minute routine that if people do this every day, they will start building those habits that you won't even worry about it. Ooh, but, I like the sounds of it already. Yes, but there are some simple things to do. I, I like to uh, remind people of, of of something that most people do that they're not even aware of. Have you ever thrown your hand up to your forehead when you got stressed or shocked about something and said, oh, my God, you know, your hand just automatically goes up to your forehead? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, the reason you do that, is, and, and I, first of all, I think it's interesting that nobody wonders why you do that. There is an instinctive thing to do that, and then you take your hand away. But if you leave your hand there, amazing things happen because we, um, when we get stressed, we lose blood in our forebrain. It goes into the body for the fight-or-flight response. We weren't meant to think our way through the problem. We were ma- meant to get out of danger's away, way. Right? And so, so you lose the blood from your forebrain. But what do we do in our culture? I mean, we, we try to think our way through it when we don't have all of our blood there. You cannot possibly be clear if you have no right. blood in your forebrain. So when you put your hand to your forebrain, but keep it there after a while, the blood comes back into your brain and you can think again. I mean, that's so simple. There, there are reflex points that you're actually stimulating when you put your hand there that, do, uh-huh. that have that effect. Uh-huh. And there are so many things. In, in our culture also, people often tend to stay up in their heads as they're going through life. And right. we get disconnected from the energies that are flowing in our body. But if you just, for instance... Put maybe your middle finger into your belly button and your other um, middle finger at, right in between the eyebrows above the bridge of the nose on the third eye and mm-hmm. pull both of those up. Take a deep breath in and pull up. Okay. Most people will find that they almost immediately start to center. Mm. It's so good. And if you're really off, you know it. 
You, you just, you know it when you're through two. You might take two or three deep breaths, but you are, it hooks up the energies that flow through your brain into your body and make it have a full, clean sweep of nothing disconnecting, but continuing to flow. And that's so simple to do. Uh, I just call it the hookup. It hooks you back up. These are, these are exercises that are part of what we call the pact. And the pact is an agreement that a couple makes that when either of them feels like the conversation is starting to go emotionally off track, either is starting to get activated, that they, by pre-agreement, are going to, rather than continue the discussion, which is what your instinct is, because you want to show that you're right or show that your partner is wrong. There's a really strong urge to do that. Mm -hmm. But what's happening is that you're going into the fight-or-flight response. And so if you can stop that, you, which is where the pact begins, is it begins with the word stop. And either the, the agreement is that if either of us feels that we're going there, we say, let's, let's go into our pact. And they, that means they stop. And it's, it's hard to stop, but it's a lot easier to stop if you know you have something constructive to do. And the constructive thing to do is to shift the energies because you're headed towards a cliff and you're going to go over that cliff if you don't shift the energy. Right. So yeah, you can you cause some real destruction in those heated moments. And sometimes it yes. can be hard to recover from. Yes. yes. And so the exercises Donna was talking about are ways of shifting that energy. If you, if you, um, you know, get, hold those points on the forehead so that the blood, it, it essentially interrupts the fight or flight response, then you're going to be able to return to the discussion with, in a much more level way. Um, and we have, we actually, the pack gives the person at this second stage the choice of eight different exercises that they can do to really get themselves centered. And then after they get themselves centered, you don't return to the argument yet, but then you reconnect energetically. And Donna, do you want to talk okay. about one of the exercises you would do, use there? Okay. Um, to, to reconnect energetically, you want to make sure first that you have disengaged from your partner. You want to come into your own field so that you're not merging and, and energetically. energetically. So mm -hmm. if you just put one hand over your heart chakra and the other hand on top of it and look down at your hands as you breathe three times. Just looking at your own hands. It's really nice if your partner's doing that too. You know, it's part of your pack. And you mm -hmm. don't stay with each other. You can be several feet apart and just looking at your own hands. And then after about three or four deep breaths, you look at your partner's hands, not at their face, not in their eyes, but just keep breathing and looking at each other's hands on the heart chakra. And then after the next three or four deep breaths, you just both Look your eyes up with your hands still on your chest, but look at your partner and just and just breathe. Um, from there, you can do all sorts of things. You can put your hands on your other on your partner's chest or whatever, or not, or just leave it on your own. But that disengages you and then engages you back up. I, if we have time, I'd like to tell one quick story. Okay. Okay, we have like two minutes. 
So, okay, I'll say it. Yes, I'd love to hear um, your story. <laughs> many, many years ago, many, many years ago, there's no, when, when David was so articulate and amazing in an argument, and he always won the argument, not because he was right, but because he could, he had the energy to be able to still stay in his head and articulate it. I would fall apart and start to cry. And on one day, I mean, it, it became unbearable because it looked like I was the identified patient. And it also looked like he always won and knew what was right. And I didn't, but it wasn't true, but I didn't even know how to get that across. And so on this one day, I was leaving him. We were in the middle of a terrible thing. And I, I decided I have to go. I can't, I cannot keep my voice. And, but there was a door and I was going to walk out the door and he was still going on and on and waxing eloquent. And I, I couldn't even say goodbye. And I, but there was a door, a, a, a chair at the door. And I instead sat down on the chair and I said, excuse me. And I did an exercise a way that unscrambles your force fields, and it takes, uh, I don't know, a minute, minute and a half to do, but I did it in the chair, and when I came out of that exercise about a minute to a minute and a half later, I was no longer crying, the blood was in my forebrain, and I won the argument for the first time. <laughs> you <laughs> turned it that, around, that's fantastic. And, and that you centered. Changed. Yeah, it changed everything, but I could not have changed it with my mind. You understand? I had to change it energetically, and that really not only threw him, but also made him see that there was something far beyond what, you know, the person who can stay up in their head and and make sense and win an argument. There was something so beyond the psychology. All right, Donna and David, we are at the very end of the show, and I just want you to do a quick shout-out. How can people get a hold of you or get a copy of your book, The Energies of Love? What they can do is they can go to the website that is the same name as the book, www.theenergiesoflove.com, and there you can order the book. You can find out about bonus offers for ordering the book and uh, video classes and a lot of other goodies. So that's... That's where to go. Uh, and also w- practitioners w- all across the country and all sorts of classes. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. The energy of love.com. Thank yeah. you, David and Donna. I'm looking forward to getting you back on the show. You are a wealth of wisdom and so much gratitude from my heart to yours. And to my listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll connect again soon. Onward and upward. Bye for now. 